What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW in review. I'm joined by Brad, as always. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. We got some we got some fun news happening in wrestling this week. This is fun. We're yes. we're a day delayed, and some shit has happened. So that's uh, yeah. That's always if exciting. we would have recorded normally, right? It, the news broke right when we would have stopped recording normally. Yeah, which would have been <laughs> terrible. So yeah. the uh, okay, let's go from small to big. Um, okay. So as we know, there's there has been uh, talk and rumor that Mercedes is coming in. That um, Andrew Zarian guy keeps saying that he's. Obviously, like he d- he's not seen a contract until someone shows up or until a name is on a contract. You can't one hundred percent say, but he's like he's like he'd say like uh the he, he's confident that uh that Mercedes is going to AEW. Um, <laughs> so, and Tony has been talking about how 2024 is going to be great for AEW. There are some free agents coming to AEW. Everyone thinks it's Mercedes. And then Deanna Perrazzo shows up, which they had said they were talking to her as well. That's been cool. They needed mm-hmm. another uh, <clears throat> another shooter in the women's division. And mm-hmm. they got her. Uh, Brian Keith has been reported to have signed. We've seen him a lot lately. Um, yes. I don't know if he's going to get the all elite graphic. I don't know how long he's been signed. I don't know if it's one of those primarily Ring of Honor deals, because there's some people who have been signed to Ring of Honor forever and have not gotten the graphic. Gates of Agony never got the graphic. Mm-hmm. They've been on Dynamite regularly. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, Same with um, Queen. Queen Aminata. Aminata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. S- similar situation. She's been on quite a bit lately. Um, but yeah, no, Brian Keith is great. Um, I am happy to see him going forward. He's a he's a good guy to have around as I always say, mm-hmm. like he'll probably stay within the mid to lower card, which is fine. Cause what, what I like is that you have mid to lower guys who are shooters, like who, mm-hmm. who are good, who are good hands. So they're not just bums and you can yeah. have, the, does AW have dark anymore? I don't think so. Yeah. They got rid of it, which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. I think ring of honor kind of took that place now. I know, which is, like first of all, kind of shitty. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's it's because like if people say oh Ring of Honor is the new Dark, that's a little reductive because it's not doesn't function the way Dark does did. Mm-hmm. Like Dark was squash matches against indie guys. That's not what this is. It's that Ring of Honor is sort of where they have primarily their mid to lower card guys wrestling doing feuds having stories wrestling real matches um but that's not to say that uh ring of honor guys can't be 
big names because Claudio held the belt. Eddie Kingston I mean, held the belt. Shibata yeah. was there. Um, like, there's still some big names there, but it's a place where uh, people who wouldn't normally get on AEW TV can still have storylines and have meaningful meaningful work. Um, and it's within the AEW umbrella, I guess. Yeah, because, like, I think Nyla Rose is on Ring of Honor now, and she's going after the women's title there, so she's Great, yeah, with th- that's what I mean. It's like, when... When there's not a storyline in AEW for these people, they don't have to just sit around. They can mm-hmm. now go to Ring of Honor. They can now... I apologize for my dog. He is a whiny boy right now. Yeah. And uh, my partner just got home, so... And she's eating, so he thinks the chicken wings <laughs> are his. Yeah. Or she's eating. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that's fun. And then the big news, which kind of came as a I mean, surprise and not a surprise. We had been hearing... Well, are we going to talk about uh, Black Taurus signing? Oh, right. No, I completely forgot about that. Black yeah. Taurus is another one. Black Taurus has apparently signed with AEW. Again, don't know if it's, if it's AEW slash Ring of Honor or AEW proper. Um, apparently, he can't use the Black Taurus name because of mm-hmm. AAA. Is that where he yeah. was? Yeah, Triple A. Which, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Name a Minotaro. Who, who gives a fuck? Yeah, you um, just call him Taurus too. If you exactly. Want to. It's like, whatever. <laughs> red Taurus. Yeah, it's a red mask now. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, or like, yeah. I was trying to think. Of, yeah, Black Taurus, dark, dark gray Taurus or Yeah, so that's cool. He he's really cool. Nobody who's ever walked watched Black Taurus has come away thinking, "Nah, this guy sucks." No, this guy is yeah. fucking awesome. Um, somebody floated the idea of pair him up with Luchasaurus, and you can have just these fucking monsters. luchador monsters yeah. <laughs> like kaiju's could. running yeah. around. <laughs> like f- fucking great, do that. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, uh, no, he, other, he's awesome. Like, I'm sure they'll they'll pair him up with all the other luchadors. That's which is sort of turned into like a luchador faction, which I love. Yeah, they're they're their own uh, stable right now of of luchas, which is it's kind of cool. It's kind of like their own version of the LWO. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. <laughs> and then the big one. Um, we had been hearing that um, Okada's contract was coming to an end, but that ring that new that this often happens. This is the time of year when Ring of Honor or not Ring of Honor New Japan new contracts Japan. come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're obviously going to try and resign him, um, but that everybody would be interested. Apparently, he has. Like, as of yesterday, he is no longer with uh, New Japan. Yeah, or, I, actually, he has until the end of the month, I think. Yeah, his last scheduled match is the 31st. Yeah, so I, I don't know what match that is. I don't know if it's, like, a I road to or... Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be at the Secura Genesis show, because they uh, they put out a statement saying, like, any fans that 
uh, wanted to see him, they like, yeah, he's essentially done. It sounds like, um, like they've pulled him. It sounds like, um, from planned events. Uh, yeah. So it, it makes his teary hug with Will Ospreay at, um, uh, where was it? Uh, Battle of the Valley in Battle of the San Valley, Jose. yes, a, a week ago. It yeah. makes his teary hug with Will Ospreay make more sense because mm-hmm. that could essentially be his last big singles match, yeah, or his last match altogether in New Japan. And he's been there for how long? Eight years? Ten years? Uh, like 17, I think. Oh, fuck me. I was wrong. <laughs> I think I saw 17. I, I could be completely wrong. I know that's like the main place he's wrestled. Like, I know he's gone to like on excursion to other places, but I know. Yeah. He wrestled a long time in Mexico. Yeah. And he was in TNA for a little bit. Yeah. That's actually where he met the Bucks and now they're like super good friends. So, okay. yeah. So, so here's the thing is that, uh, Apparently, I, I don't, I can't remember who said this or where this. Um, it's one of the not major. I mean, like one of the secondary outlets. Um, uh-huh. But they had said that the uh, that both WWE and, and AEW have made offers, and that the AEW offer is better. That AEW is offering him more. Or it's more substantial, um, and that make that does make sense to me. And uh, you and I have talked about this before. Like a lot of, I saw some people saying, um, "Oh, he should go to WWE because he could work AEW if he wanted to, anyways." Which, eh, sort of, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, Moxley can go work New Japan, but only when Tony Khan doesn't need him. Yeah, Danielson can work New Japan, but only when Tony Khan doesn't need him, which is most of the time. So it's yeah. not like you're getting storylines. It's not like you're getting feuds. It's not like you're wrestling every week. Yeah. So no, it's different. It's not quite the same. But they also use Nakamura as an example of, oh yeah, he could be like Nakamura. Fucking Nakamura has been average at best since he left NXT. Yeah, he's not, first... the, he's not the Nakamura of old of New Japan or even NXT. I'm sorry, even though this new version is a little better than it has been. It's, whatever, man. Yeah, it's that's not. The, it's not the same. He's a mid carder. Yeah, that's the only thing I could see him going to WWE for is because him and Nakamura are are really close. But that, that's that, that's, that's one it. match. That's one yeah. feud. Yeah. Then what? Like he can't. His he's not a great English speaker. We know that. We've heard him speak. Um, he's not going to... And obviously, uh, WWE has had success with that sometimes, but most of the time, their track record with Japanese talent is really bad. Mm-hmm. They've had some... It's been... Um, Kairi Sane had some. Yeah. Some. It got worse like, once she got to the main roster. Yeah. Um, she had like Oscar's really been like Oscar's been good, and yeah. Io Sky mm-hmm. has been good. But again, was better in NXT. Not mm-hmm. so much afterwards. Once they get to the main roster, kind of, it seems like it kind of falls apart a bit. Yeah. But Hideo Ita- Hideo Itani 
uh, <laughs> remember that? Um, yeah. That was uh, that was Kenta. Kenta terrible. Yeah. Um, what's his name? The the guy from Dragon Gate. I forgot his name. He's been so irrelevant for so long. Tazawa. Uh, Tazawa. I was gonna say I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't think Akira of his name. Akira Tazawa was one of the best wrestlers in the world yeah. in Dragon Gate. Highly sought after. People fucking love this guy. I always now he's doing him. like aerobics workouts in yeah. joke bits on in WWE, and this is after Triple H has come back mm-hmm. and taken over. Like he's still just a comedy joke. Um, yeah, they had uh, they had um, well the guy from Time Splitters. Oh, Kushida? They had Kushida there for a while. That didn't work out. They had, like, Mm -hmm. it's over and over and over again. They've brought in these highly touted superstars from Japan, and they've turned into mid-card at best busts. Mm -hmm. Why uh, Why would Okada risk that when he's very good friends with the Bucks, with Kenny, with Hangman, with Trent. Um, Ibushi is signed. He's mm-hmm. He might be washed now. We don't know. We don't know what's up with Ibushi right, right now. Um, Shibata's there now. He's yeah, we got Shibata has been working. Oh, my God. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, Shibata's signed. I don't think he's come back from Japan yet, though. He's probably, like, packing up. Maybe. Yeah, I know Shibata has. He showed up again in Japan, didn't he? Or well, he he think, remember he dropped the pure title because he had to go yes. back to Japan. And then while he was over there, that's when they announced that he had signed to AEW. So I imagine it's probably like a visa thing. He had to go back for a little bit, and then he'll be back over. Right. I forgot that he actually did officially sign with AEW. Yeah, yeah, it's you get probably the and everything. It may be on a per appearance basis. Yeah, because we have seen guys who have gotten the graphic, where it ended up being per appearance, mm-hmm. or ended up being a shorter stint. Well, he, they could also use Shibata because you know he he ran the LA Dojo for years. Oh, absolutely. He got hurt. So they could and, totally use him to help train people. And th- and that's not even everybody that uh, that's there that he knows. Like there's more. Mm-hmm. There's Don Callis. Um, he's now he's wrestled Danielson as well. John Moxley, um, Eddie Kingston has now wrestled New Japan. You've had mm-hmm. uh, uh, Khan and Toa Leona have mm-hmm. uh, has, have wrestled New Japan now. Sting and Darby went over there. Um, yeah, you got Jay White. You've got uh, Juice Robinson. Well, you've, Osprey just signed too. Him and Osprey are really close. So. <laughs> I forgot Adam Cole. Like he yeah. he knows these guys. Mm-hmm. Like these are familiar people to him. So if he's going to like put yourself in the shoes of somebody who doesn't really speak the language very well, has never his one experience living in the states or working in the States was a very poor one. He had a very poor experience in TNA. Um, The people who helped him through that and who really made his experience livable were the Bucks in TNA. 
um, they took him under their wing. Um, yeah, why he, would you go to WWE where you don't know anybody when you have like 10 to 15 people that you know quite well, that you're familiar with, that speak your language, that have lived with you, that have been on the road with you, that have done like BTE bits with you, that have like, <laughs> like they know this guy. Like this is family. What's that thing that he always does? He always steals Nick Jackson's gear or something. That's always funny. Yeah, like he's, I don't know. It's like, uh, to me, it seems like it's like 70, I'm, I would say 75% sure he, 75% chance he's going to AEW, maybe even higher, just because, like, that is, he's familiar with these guys. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, like, oh, the matches he can have, uh, like, oh, he could wrestle these guys if he was in New Japan. Like, no, these are his actual friends and have been for a long time, yeah. most of them. The Bucks, Kenny, and Trent specifically mm-hmm. have known him a long, long time. And Don Callis, he would know him as well. Like this, is, I don't know. It's not Osprey. Him and Osprey are good friends, and they have much more of a connection to Japan mm-hmm. than WWE does. WWE doesn't have one. Yeah, they're trying, but they don't. But I mean, they're trying with Noah. But it's like I'm, we'll see. I don't even know it was all Japan. I haven't even thought about oh, yeah. Japan. In- <laughs> like that. That one's random. Like mm-hmm. here's the like. All Japan's not going to want to send their top guys to WWE for an extended period of time. That's where these these partnerships, like, they're fine, but they're for one-offs. Yeah. Like, they're not, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, Okada can come and wrestle in AEW. Yeah, for one match. Not not for an extended feud. You got to mm-hmm. sign a guy for that. Yeah. It's different. To act like it's not is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... The only report saying, uh, saying, talking about the offers are that AEW has offered more. So, and that does not surprise me. Mm-hmm. Well, then Tony Khan, too, was tweeting all this crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Tony Khan's fucking. <laughs> Tony Big Dick Energy. Tony Cock. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> I mean, if he, if he could sign Okada and Mercedes Monet, what would we say? Same year, same week, or same month, same week, same day. Like that'd be crazy. God damn! Because <laughs> like, you never—he might have Mercedes locked up, and they're just waiting, mm-hmm. like for the time. Like they sometimes, like they they wait, and other times they're negotiating, and it comes together last second, as it has with some of these guys. They become mm-hmm. available, and they sign them, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, fucking, you're walking out through the tunnel." Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. This is an exciting time. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, I mean, hell, Seth Rollins just went down in WWE. They might be like, ooh, maybe we need Okada. Yeah. But I don't but know. But I, I honestly, and I don't know how to say this without sounding like a troll or anything. I don't know if a majority of the WWE fans would even know who Okada no, is. No, they have no idea. They have so like no if, idea. If they were to just bring him in like that, people would be like, oh, okay, it's a Japanese guy. But like they, would, they wouldn't realize who he is, you know. And If they started turning him into a joke, as they have with some of these other people, Tozawa, mm-hmm. um, th- like th- this is what happened when he, 
he got loaned to TNA. The backstory with the TNA thing is he got loaned to TNA. Yeah, he went um, on excursion to TNA, and then they made him like Samoa Joe's butler or something. He was kind of like Cato, if you've ever seen the Green Lantern. Yeah, like, they made him a joke. It was mm-hmm. a racist joke. Yeah. It was a mockery of their culture. And after that, um, New Japan would not pick up the phone with TNA for like 15 years. It went until like last year or like maybe the year before, but it's That's been the last when, couple of years. Uh, when Juice and Finley showed up and started work and they started working with uh, New Japan, they're like, wow, this is huge. Yeah. Because it was like they would not pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like serious bad blood between them. Yeah, which um, Okada was just at the TNA TV tapings for the new one, which is pretty huge, too. I remember when that broke. Like, last year, I was like, whoa, Okada's going back. That's crazy. But Yeah, I mean, I've heard some people say that, like, he, he'd be good in TNA. I mean, that's nice wishful thinking, that he would show up in TNA. I mean, he sh- could show up for, like, a one-off or something. Yeah, like he just I mean, did, maybe. Like, he just did for taping, but... I don't see them. I don't know if they have enough money for him, to be honest. I, they don't. Because WWE and AEW, like you said, they're going to throw a lot of money at him. Yeah, so. they'll throw billionaire money at this guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't see that. I'm not I'm not disparaging TNA too much. They're doing some interesting stuff right now. Their last, their rebrand pay-per-view, I didn't see all the matches. I saw, like, two matches, and, and they were good. It was a good presentation and stuff, so, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, Nemeth versus Okada would be an interesting match. Once, yeah. But after that, there's not much there I would want to see. Maybe, I don't know, this is a big Canadian guy, but he's hurt, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, I mean, that's about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not it's not the level that you want to see him at. You want yeah. to see him against the world's best and... With all due respect, they're not there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there so are exciting. there are a few in WWE, but again, I just just the way that they do their presentation. Um, AEW seems to have learned a little bit how to do it. You can see it with uh, Takashita right now. Mm-hmm. They've learned how to use uh, Japanese talent now. Yeah, um, he's over. He doesn't have to talk. Um, you give him a mouthpiece, it's working. It's finally working now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it not working in the women's division was largely due to women's booking, not necessarily um, the... Uh, well, yeah, because like, anytime Rio comes out, she's insanely over. Yeah, so. it's like... Yeah, if you, if they just did what they do, what they did with Takashita in the women's division, it would work, mm-hmm. which we were saying forever. Oh, yeah, give the person a... A mouthpiece like they did with uh, Nyla Rose, even though she didn't need one. Yeah, Nyla Rose is an excellent talker. A great Twitter follow, too. Yeah, fantastic follow. She's very, very funny. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to the show. Yeah. Oh, before we go, one last piece of news I meant to say before we start oh, yeah, talking yeah. about Okada. But I saw Keith Lee, you know, he was announced that he was hurt. He's having double shoulder surgery, I think I saw. So hopefully he's... That's serious. Yeah, cool, because, you know, he said he's been hurt since Arthur Ashe of 2022, and he tried to work through it. That's why he hadn't been on TV that much. So to all the people saying that, you know, he, 
oh, they don't they don't like him and stuff. No, he's just hurt. And so now he's having surgery, so hopefully he can get healed up and be back on TV full-time and stuff. There's one thing I wanted to do um, just before we get into the episode. I wanted to... I have just jotted down a few matches I've watched recently just oh, yeah. to fucking... Talk about, just give some recommendations for people to watch mm-hmm. um, if they haven't, or just these are just like matches I really liked that you should check out. I mean, obviously, we saw at the this is sort of like how I'm gonna build my end of the year list, which we didn't do this year because I didn't do this yeah. this, this past year. I just wasn't, I didn't do it. Okay, so first match of the year that blew me away was Takashita versus Darby Allen. Fucking loved it. If you missed oh, that yeah. episode, go watch it. That match fucking is incredible. Takashita just tossing Darby like a fucking rag doll. Yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Fantastic. Um, this next match, not quite as good as the other ones, but I still really liked it. And I mostly just loved the matchup because it was cool. Uh, Julia versus Trisha Dora at, uh, mm-hmm. in New Japan. Neither of these two people are signed to New Japan, so kind of cool. I actually know Julia has well, she's stardom, so I guess it's Bushi Road. Um, yeah, but that was a cool one because Trisha Dora is. I mean, she could be signed to AEW. To be honest, she could be Ring of Honor. She um, shows up a lot. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think she might be in the Brian Keith, uh, Queen Aminata, um, Blake Shelton. No, that's the fucking that's that's the country singer. Uh you know who I mean, or is it Blake Shelton? Oh, it's uh, is it Blake Christensen, Blake the redheaded Christian? guy. Yeah, the redheaded flying guy. He mm-hmm. he's signed to under the AEW umbrella as well, but is primarily working Ring of Honor. Um, then we have Kingston versus Gabe Kidd. I fucking loved this match. This match mm-hmm. was old school Japan to me. Like we're, I'm talking like '80s Japan, um, and when specifically the gaijin style of 80s japan matches where often the matches would just break down into just a brawl um really great match mox versus shingo in a fucking street fight no disqualification yeah type match fuck wild i think shingo tried to stab him in the dick with a kendo stick piece yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and okada versus osprey which we talked about earlier um i think Okada is now like eight and two against Osprey. Afterwards, mm-hmm. Okada was tearful. He hugged Osprey, and the thing there is, Okada brought Osprey into New Japan. He saw him mm-hmm. wrestle. He brought him in. He paid for his first month or so there. Um, yeah, like his first store, his, he paid for everything. Couldn't get his bank card to work in Japan. This is when Osprey was like really young, like around twenty-two years old. Um, when he was still the aerial assassin. Um, and this is when Okada was, I think the champ at the time. And, uh, yeah, he brought him into chaos. He brought him into his stable. Um, and they had lots of matches together. He, he's a, he was the guy who found Will Ospreay and mm-hmm. made him who he is. So to see like their tearful goodbye, it's, so, it looked like it was like, oh, I mean, it's not technically not Will Ospreay's last match because he does have a cage match coming up. 
against yeah. um is it Bullet Club? It's uh his stable what United Empire yeah. versus Bullet Club. Yeah, Bullet Club War Dogs, which I actually like mm-hmm. those guys. Um they're cool. Yeah. One of them was in here already, Gabe Kidd. I like that group. Mm-hmm. The, that's this is probably the best incarnation of Bullet Club since Kenny and the Bucks left, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're lacking a good leader, but still. Um yeah, it's uh now it's kind of looking that it is cuz it was also Okada's last Okada. match yeah. as well. But we didn't know that. Um so cool, very cool match. We might see it again in AEW. <laughs> yeah, we probably will. Um yeah, so those are those are the matches I've been watching that I've watched outside I mean not really outside of AEW, but those are the the top matches late matches of note, I'll say. Mhm. I have pretty much the same ones you do. I don't. Did you say Brian Danielson versus Okada at Wrestle Kingdom? I didn't because I haven't watched it. Boo. Oh yeah, that, Boo. that's my match of the year so far. That match was incredible. Everyone should watch that match. It's it's a lot better than their Forbidden Door match because Danielson doesn't break his arm five minutes into the match, but <laughs> it's really good. And then uh, another one I have is FTR uh, versus House of Black from a couple collisions ago. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen straight that. Up, I didn't catch just that a straight either. up tag match. It was great. FTR, you know, they're, they're tag team specialists and House of Black was great and had the added drama of being in FTR's hometown. So their family was there and stuff. It was, mm-hmm, it was really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So Dynamite. Yes. Dynamite. I don't even know if there was a cold open or anything. I think it just went straight into Christian versus. Like uh, it was, there was something happened. There was something that was on the screen when I. When oh, it was like. A recap of all the people coming after Joe of Hangman. Yes, uh, sort yes, of, yes. And, just the just the main event scene mm-hmm. stuff, which cool. It's it's good to, for if anyone missed it to uh, yeah to recap them there. And okay, so yeah. Think, so a a weird straight into Christian a weird opener match. Dustin Rhodes yeah. versus Christian. Who I mean, normally they start it with a bit more of a heater, a bit more of a banger. Um, they had the two of the elder statesmen. In all of wrestling, not even just mm-hmm. AEW. This is their, I saw people online saying this is their first ever singles match, too, which is nuts. Which is probably why it happened. Yeah, but they, they've also been in the same companies multiple times for since the late 90s. Yeah, they, they would have <laughs> known each other for a long time. So they're probably mm-hmm. like, okay, let's do And here's the thing. With Dustin Rhodes, his matches are always far better than they have any right to be. Yes. Um, yeah, this dude's still hitting Destroyers and Code Reds, which is nuts. I almost... <laughs> I don't want him to hit those. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like him doing the code red more than the the destroyer. This it just it sort of seems like look I look what I can do, and yeah. it's like okay yeah I know I get it, but this is, it's not why I watch you. It yeah. sort of suspends a little bit of disbelief. There. Yeah, I think uh, last week on Collision or the week before he wrestled Willie Mac and he did a destroyer to Willie Mac, and Tony Giovanni on commentary said that move wasn't even. Invented when Dustin started wrestling, which was really funny. <laughs> that, that is that is awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this match was—I thought this match was great. These two, no, old, it, no, it's these two good. older dudes went out and showed everyone how it's done. Like, the crowd. Uh, where were they at? This note article says it. They're in North they're or in, South South Carolina. In, yeah, they're in the Carolinas. Oh, North Carolina. Sorry, and they were um, loud. No, yeah, North. No, the North Charleston Coliseum in South Carolina. That's too many directions in one spot. Right. But uh, I got to change that. 
Yeah, <laughs> but the you could tell the the you know Dustin you know he came up through NWA and stuff, so they haven't forgotten in that area. So they they were there for him. They were into this match. No, oh, yeah, I mean, a good good solid match. Obviously, Christian won, but it's mm-hmm. like uh, also Dustin. They said he picked up a big win to get the in order to get this match. Who did he beat? I'm guessing that was his match against Willie Mack. That's the okay. last time I've seen him wrestle. Okay, okay. That was probably it then. Yeah, because after his match, uh, they did a backstage interview <laughs> and Christian like came out. Back. <laughs> and they, Christian came out and, like, after his match with Willie Mack, in, it was interviewing him. And, you know, of course, Dustin's dad's Dusty Rhodes. And, you know, Christian has an affinity to make fun of people for dead dads. So that's, like, what set the match up. Incredible line. Yeah. Incredible line. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter. I was like, God damn, that is the yeah. most, that is the coldest thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> you know what another dream would have been if your dad could have been here to see you have this match? Like, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Christian is, he's about to be player hater of the year for like, Four years running if he keeps this up. In the fucking sleeveless turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> In the sleeveless turtleneck. So funny. Mm-hmm. So funny. I want his wrestling boots to just be like some fucking Chelsea boots. Yeah. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> just awesome. get some like wrestling Chelsea boots made. Mm-hmm. Which he I s- has on most of the time anyways. I still want him to come out to um, Father Figure by George Michael at least once. <laughs> that's All right, what was next? Yeah, so Christian wins with the kill switch. Uh, lots of interference from Nick Wayne and oh, uh, yes. Luchasaurus kill switch, but good match, fun. And so right after the match, we go backstage with uh, Swerve and Renee, and uh, I forgot what they talk about. Uh, he just talks about how he wants the title, and he's uh, the Continental Classic proves that he deserves the title, and talks about how he's beaten Hangman twice and he's beaten Omega, Danielson, all the, he's gone through all the people he's beaten in the past year. And so uh yeah, that is <laughs> good stuff. We go to commercial, we come back with Chris Jericho. I am still shocked they're putting this guy on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking <laughs> The matches aren't good enough for this. Yeah, they have to if you notice they turn down the crowd noise whenever he comes on. So last weekend at Battle of the Belts, their their Falls County were tag match. Ninety five percent of it took place backstage and outside of the arena. Oh yeah, that could have been a. They're being creative with <laughs> how to get away with it. Maybe they're just trying to get through the angle. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know because Don Callis family helped him win. Uh, Big Bill and Starks retain the tag titles, so it looks like they're still going. I know, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> The I saw I keep seeing people online call it the Jericho Vortex, which is apt. <laughs> but so Jericho's talking about how he he still it's hates the Cody verse. Yeah, I think so. And how he's gonna go after Takeshita and Matt Sidell comes up and says like, "Hey Jericho, you, you need to calm down and um, you know, have a tune-up match with me or something weird like that." So yeah, it's the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> And Jericho hey, made some. Hey, uh, hey Jericho, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta count down. <laughs> Sorry, that's rude. Yeah, he <laughs> Jericho said he, uh, he made some Evan Bourne reference, which was uh, Ev, or Matt Seidel's name in WWE. He said you're like born to do this or something. And then, oh uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so they're having a match. Uh, we're recording this on Friday, so tonight. Uh, 
Yeah, we're having a match. Like a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Or it's already and happened and it's already been filmed. Yeah, I'm sure it's already been filmed. You can probably, probably look up the spoilers if you want. And then uh, we go to uh, Best Friends of Orange Cassidy and Trent Breda versus Commander and Pinta. And I'm not going to lie, I went to the bathroom. This match was fun. I mean, it's exactly what you expected. It's good. It's, it's, a, it's fun. It's a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. Best Friends won. There's an orange punch. Yeah, I liked um, I liked that Phoenix came out. It's, I think it's the first time we've seen Phoenix on TV in a long time. Mm-hmm. Because he's been hurt and had visa issues, and uh, Chuck Chucky T was out there too. He's been hurt too, so that was cool. Quick orange. Uh, no, Trent got the uh, pinfall with the Dude Buster on Commander. I, usually, if Commander's in a match, you know he's probably going to take the pin. Yes, it's it, it ain't going to be one of the Lucha Bros. No, no, definitely not. And then uh, so post match, you know they should all shake hands because they're both face teams, and then. The Luchadors leave, and then out comes Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett. And uh, Roderick uh, tells Orange Cassidy to take off his glasses and look at him and uh, basically challenges him to a match. It says, let's fight right now. And then it looks like they're going to. I was like, oh, shit, they're going to. Are they going to do the title change right now? That'd be pretty nuts. And then uh, Roderick says, oh, I'm not going to do it here. You're, you're going to have to sweat it out for like six more weeks till Revolution. <laughs> this is funny because, like, Roddy, he just had a match. What are you doing? Yeah, he, he's like the weakest he'll stupid. ever be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what's he just he just had a he's you could beat him easily here. What? Okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever, Roddy. Yeah, so he said he's going to make him sweat. So at Revolution, we got another title match of Roddy versus Orange for the title, and I'm. Imagine Roddy will probably win that one. I would just, think so. They wouldn't have done all this devil stuff and then have him lose. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense at all. No. And then it, so it next we go burying, back. Burying the stable immediately. Yeah, yeah. You want you want your stable, fresh new stable to look strong. And then so next we go to Hangman backstage with Renee, and he talks about how he's been a champ and he's he wants to be the champ again and. It doesn't matter if it's Swerve or Joe, uh, he's coming for the or title. Or Hook. Or Hook, yeah, yeah. Cause Hook, I did like Hook that line. A, he's like, he's like, or if Hook wins, or, oh, fuck, what did he say? He's like, be, be careful what you wish for, some some shit like that. But, yeah. Uh, he's like, you'll have some hell coming for you too, but he, the, I, I couldn't I couldn't listen to what he was saying because it's staring at his mustache. Yeah, his mustache beautiful. is incredible. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then so next we get uh, a part that got me kind of emotional. We get Mark Briscoe coming out because Wednesday when they filmed this was the one-year anniversary of Jay Briscoe's death. Uh, and he, he gets on the mic and says that uh, they were the baddest tag team in the planet. And His brother died in a car accident, but his nieces were in the car too, and they told one of his nieces that she'd never be able to walk again, but um, God has other plans. And so his niece walks out, and it's a very touching moment, and yeah, she gets a standing ovation. His, uh, his three nieces, which is cool, or mm-hmm. two nieces and nephew, which yeah. is which is awesome. They played the uh, the incredible uh, video package that yeah. they played when he passed. Um, yeah, and he, this is one thing that AEW is. I love about AEW. They don't. It's not a one and done with these tributes mm-hmm. for these guys when they pass. It's uh, it, when the anniversary comes back around again. They're going to fucking do it again. 
<laughs> and they're going to do it again. They're going to have Brody Lee's people win matches in the position of a face. They're going to let them point up to the sky. They're going to uh, play a Brody Lee video. They're like this is the second time we've seen this video for um, Jay Briscoe, mm-hmm. but they played it anyways. Um, they did it again. Like they they run it back for them, and I appreciate that. The, so that they're never they're never forgotten. It's not like a it's not a pop for the ratings. It's mm-hmm. a they actually do care, and I I appreciate that they do that. Yeah, it's really cool. And then so that. After that, we go to commercial, and we come back, and we hear from the Bucks after their transformation and challenge to Sting for his last match. Since, since they've turned into John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Nick insists they uh, be called by their uh, God-given names, Nicholas and Matthew. <laughs> Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. I love it. Yeah, which was hilarious. And uh, Matt talks about uh, how... Uh, they respect Sting, but he comes from a different era, and they've been letting a lot of people from that era in. And uh, he, he said, "Like the old guard has tried to come back into AEW and uh, make it the wrestling that it used to be. Bring back the old faces. They, they've seeded too much ground mm-hmm. to these uh, old people who want to put their stamp on the business. CM Punk. There, they took a little shot there, which I loved, but it's also like." Samoa Joe's here. You mm-hmm. got Christian. Christian here. and Adam you, Copeland. You have Adam Copeland. You got. There's a lot of guys that are here that you couldn't say that about. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Danielson, even. Um, yeah. And then uh, Nick Jackson gets a gets a text. He he shows it to Matt and he says, "Oh, we we got a meeting. We got to go." And they leave. And um, my fantasy. Is that they just went to meet up with one of their one of their friends, one of their very tall blonde friends, mm-hmm. one of their very tall blonde friends from Japan, mm-hmm. and he's showing them his brand new pencil mustache. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine Okada with a pencil mustache. You okay. send me that picture. Okada comes out in a three piece <laughs> suit with the pencil mustache and the little hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be so Please, awesome. he does the fucking rainmaker pose, and the Bucks do the fucking mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the the flex the flex pose. Yeah. Look at the one thing that they have said, and again, this could have changed because things change all the time. Um, was that the Bucks were coming back with a with a stable? A stable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe Okada's in it. Yeah, you had said something when we were texting during the show that you wanted to see him go after like Adam Copeland and stuff. Yeah. I would love to see them like do the Randy Orton thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know where Randy Orton went around and took out all the elders. Yeah. Like go around and take out these people. Like, uh, go after, uh, go after Copeland, go after. And you, I said like, Oh, they should go after Copeland. And then you said, Oh, and that should be how he and Christian get back together. And I was like, Oh, you yeah. know what? That's actually a good idea. Yeah, because you know they're both veterans, and the Bucks like, could target. They both don't of them. have to run back their match mm-hmm. necessarily. They can uh, they can have I don't know. I mean, in theory, you would want the guys eventually to turn on Christian mm-hmm. that he's with, but like, yeah, maybe down the line that this could be a, a storyline. 
Like yeah. I would love the Bucks to go because they wouldn't be saying this if they weren't going to do something like that. Yeah, and, and they're then heels do, now. And then you could do like the it's a kind of a generational tag match of Edge and Christian versus the Bucks. You know, it's like yeah, a match man. you never thought you'd see. <laughs> like that. That is that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. You know, the Bucks want it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be championing championing that match. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the Bucks being dickhead. Uh, evil EVPs. I think it's great. Them beating Sting in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's some heat. In his last That's match. heat, brother. Yeah. That is, that place is going to burn the fuck down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, per- that's wonderful. I mm-hmm. need this to happen. I need them to put the nail in Sting. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Fucking super kick sting. Hit him with the fucking Meltzer driver. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. <laughs> the Meltzer driver on sting? That'd be nuts. <laughs> I know. Just think about that. You hit him with the Meltzer driver, and all the people are just like, fuck, fuck Meltzer. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, no. no uh, dirt sheets. NWA mm-hmm. is still real to me. Uh. Yeah. Very true. It's yeah, amazing. I, Imagine new- fucking Cornette's meltdown if that were to yeah. happen. <laughs> It's worth it. It's worth it for that shit alone. Like, that's, like, you would get such legitimate heat from these people. I mean, them doing that type of stuff in the first place on the indies is what got them so popular in the first place. So it makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. Like, I like this version of them. They had the other version before, which was, like, flaunting their money, which they can still sort of do here. Mm -hmm. But I like the... uh, you know, we're actually just better than you. Yeah. No, version. I I, I'm, I'm interested in this. Because that's what, now. that's how people online always try to portray the Bucks as like they're stuck up and stuff. But they actually seem like nice guys to me. But anyways, I don't, I don't know personally or anything, but. Uh, so next we go to Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Championship of Bullet Club Gold. Uh, which is Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, and Switchblade Jay White versus Mogul Embassies of Bishop Khan, Brian Cage, and Toa Leona. They're the ch- six-man and they, champs. They just tried to beat the shit out of Jay White in this match. It was there? Uh, <laughs> I mean, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was working. Uh, Toa Leona looked really good. Um, Bishop Khan looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I that that trio is works for me Mm -hmm. i don't know that they need um uh what's his name swerve Mm -hmm. i feel like you could break up swerve from that group like i i don't don't know it seems uh, they seem they have it on their own i think Mm -hmm. they sort of put them with swerve to elevate them but i think they have it now yeah like, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're needed with Swerve. And generally, when you see Swerve, they're not there. Yeah. They'll come out sometimes when he does a promo, but that's about it. They, they... Yeah. Normally, it's just Nana. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they come out, and then they go back, and they mm-hmm. leave. Um, but, no, good match. Like, uh, these these guys can go. These are, these are the credible uh, middle and lower card guys I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They're guys that can hold a belt. They're guys that, when they do get a win, you're like, okay, that makes sense because they're credible. Yeah. Um, I, they're, 
credible because they've done it all over the world. They were doing it in Ring of Honor prior to this. They were doing mm-hmm. it in TNA before. It's um, yeah, no, it's a it's a good spot for them. They got like the face paint and shit. Like, I'm here for yeah. it, and I wanted Brian Cage gone before. Yeah. So, and uh, credit where Bullet Club to. Bullet Club Gold's got new music, which is cool. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they had new music and they were pretty over with the crowd in in North Carolina. Like they were interesting. That's interesting. Which is cool. I think the the storyline with the acclaim is working. It is working. Over and his faces. I got I have to give credit to uh Austin Gunn doing the uh when he was doing the the road dog punches. And mm-hmm. when he goes to do the dance part, he did the uh, Prince Nana dance yeah. <laughs> with it. That is, that's a professional wrestling instinct right there. Mm-hmm. Being yeah. able to pull that out of the bag is that's like I could see five, ten years down the line, they are a world famous tag team and have oh, yeah. built something big because. I'll give them credit. Their ascension has been good. I, I find them a little too goofy sometimes. Like uh, his, um, Austin Gunn's selling is a little over the top for me. Um, but I, I'm I'm quite impressed with uh, Colton mm-hmm. a lot, considering he's barely been wrestling. Um, yeah. But they've got good genes. Yeah, they do. They're Yeah, they look a lot like their dad, too. But the ending of the match uh, was a Prince Nana came in to try to hit Switchblade with a title belt. But Anthony Bowens makes the save. Switchblade wins with the Blade Runner. We got new Ring of Honor six-man tag champs. Yeah, fucking. Which, when you cool. read, when you, you hear that out loud, you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Bullet Club Gold has six-man tags. But they're doing the storyline with the Acclaimed, and they're the trios tags. So now they're both, you know, six-man tag team people and they're doing that thing where they're are they going to form a super group or are they not going to form a super group so i think the acclaimed are going to try and form a super group and then it's going to turn into a fight yes and they're going to so face too. each other in a in a hell of a match yeah with both <laughs> things i like the, the uh i like the acclaimed getting in these matches and i'm always excited for the acclaimed and then i remember that one of the three guys is billy gunn mm-hmm. i'm like ah oh, fuck <laughs> He he has weighed these some of these matches down a little mm-hmm. bit, um, but Billy Gunn versus his sons is good, mm-hmm. and yeah. this is a good way to have. Well, yeah, this is a good way to have uh, Bullet Club stay heel. Yeah, because you can have uh, like oh they're friends they're friends but oh no they turn on them. Yeah. And then people will be really mad when they turn on the acclaimed because people love the acclaimed. Anthony Bowens is right. Everyone loves the acclaimed. It is true. Yes. And I like Although, their name, the, the Bang Gang, Bang Scissor Gang or whatever. Bang it's called. Bang like Scissor it. Gang is yeah. incredible. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. It's really, really good. Yeah. So it'll be good whenever they eventually clash. And I, I imagine now that they both have uh, three band tags or tag titles, they'll probably do. Like, you know, the six ROH six-man tag titles versus the AEW trios titles. Like, title champs versus champs or something yep. like that. Great. Mm-hmm. To be good. And All right. So next up, to... we got Anna Jay versus Deanna Parazzo making her Dynamite debut. She wrestled 
this past weekend on Collision. And I'm just going to throw this out there because I hate giving credibility or anything to internet trolls, but people tried to body shame Deanna Perrazzo last weekend, which is odd because she looks great. So I don't know what what they were trying to do, but don't but You know be what weird. they weren't doing before when she was in AEW? They weren't body shaming her. Yeah. Now that she's in AEW, they're body shaming her. Surprise. Yeah. Just just don't be weird because she is a professional athlete and she's in better shape she than anyone making those comments. She could stretch the fuck out of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not in a good way either. Not, no, not the way you want to be. No, the bad way. The bad <laughs> yeah. way. Um, but yeah, uh, so we had Tony Storm on commentary. This match was fun. Deanna uh, Pronto's superb wrestler. I can't wait for Serena Deeb to come back because, you know, they're they're teasing her comeback. And oh, are they? Her versus, I have yeah, yeah. it, Collision. It's mainly on Collision, but yeah, yeah. she's... I gotta watch she, more Collision. It's just... it's. She, I can't watch it live. I can't watch it on my yeah. TV, so that's what prevents me. Yeah, I get you. They're doing, like, these vignettes of her talking about how she's back and more pissed off than ever, and it shows her, like, in a, like a gym wrestling ring uh, putting people in submissions and stuff. It's been good. Yeah, no. Uh, Deanna... Diana's a shooter. She she's mm-hmm. like the women's female equivalent of like a Zack Saber, and that, I yeah. mean not quite Zack Saber, but like she's the she's the technical powerhouse of I uh, mean, of yeah. women's wrestling. You look at her finishing move, and it's it's nutty. The Venus de Milo, but uh, Tony Storm was on commentary in this match, and she said some f- pretty funny stuff. She said. Well, she's from New Jersey, and she's Italian. That screams mob all over it. And then uh, she said, I've had a, a virtuoso a couple times, but I'm not going to tell you who gave it to me. And, st- <laughs> <laughs> and then she, uh, Ian Riccoboddy was on commentary, and because um, Tony Schiavone, they said he was on assignment. I imagine there's a lot of weather here in the States, like winter weather, so I imagine that probably had something to do with it. But she thought, Ian Riccoboni was Tony Schiavone, so she was like, you shaved your beard. You look so much more handsome. And then she's, like, flirting with him the entire time, like, trying <laughs> to get him cookies and stuff. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, it's really funny. Anytime Tony storms on commentary, I, I try to pay attention to a little no, bit. Like, Mr. <laughs> like, Siobhan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donna uh, Peruso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that she can't. she doesn't get anyone's name right. Yeah, yeah. And so she, uh, Tiana wins with her Venus de Milo, which is like a, I don't, it's like a, kind of like a rings of Saturn, but she like pulls your arms back further. It's nuts looking. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. She's, she's really, really good. And yeah. she, she was one of the people who was originally supposed to join AEW mm-hmm. and then did not. Cause she was on the, uh, she was at All Out. Or all yeah. in the original yeah. all in before AEW, and but she uh, she actually signed with uh, WWE. WWE, and they tried to make her like they took her, you know, you know, she calls herself the virtuoso. They took that literally and like tried to make her like a conductor or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They went into the gimmick box into Mister yeah. Dress Up's fucking yeah. tickle trunk. But like, oh, you call yourself the virtuoso? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we got it. We got it. You're you're a conductor. No, no. <laughs> Here's a top hat. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. But she wins, and then immediately after the match, Renee comes in to give an interview. <laughs> Tony Storm uh, has Luther pick her up. She stated on her shoulders. and uh, I forget what she says. She says something about, like, uh, uh, she ought to get right in that ring and uh, punch her right in her butt. Or she said bu- she said butt or box. I don't know. <laughs> she said butt. She said butt. I wish she said box because that would be funnier. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm going to punch you right in the butt. 
Yeah, and then she tells her, you know, chin up, tits out, watch for the shoe. And then um, Mariah May starts chucking shoes at her. And uh, <laughs> Deanna throws them back and they run off. It's really funny. The whole time she's on Luther's shoulders, which is. Ooh, I can't wait for. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for the Mariah May versus Deanna Perazzo match. Mm-hmm. That's, That's going to lead into this pay per view. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to be solid. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good stuff. I'm excited for it. And then we get uh, the returning private party versus top flight, which this match was know, fun. Just think, just think of all the insane high flying stuff that both these yeah, teams these, can do. These are they forever <laughs> rivals. These are forever rivals here. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it's good to see Mark Quinn back. Um, yes. He, I always remember back to his one match against uh, Cody Rhodes. He had yeah. a uh, one of those, Cody was doing the open challenge. Yeah, thing. TNT open challenges, and people were like Mark Quinn. Okay, whatever. And then he went in there and had a fucking banger. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, Mark Mark Quinn can go outside the confines of doing all the spots of his tag team. Um, I always like to see that. See if yeah, they can I, actually do it. I loved when they came down. Isaiah Cassidy giving his do rag to some kid in the crowd. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, at one point, like, the, the big highlight of the match was Mark Quinn uh, going coast-to-coast, like, five times in a row. Yeah, I missed hitting that. Both I them. missed that. Yeah. But, yeah, they did. They hit the gin and juice. I freaking love the gin and juice. That's such a – it's like a hurricane rod into a cutter. It's such a cool move. They, they didn't hit the silly string, but they yeah, hit the they, gin and juice. Yeah, they did win with the uh, – by cheating, by grabbing yes. the ropes. Yes. Um, so but they, they, they are heels. Yes. They're, like, heels that – don't act like heels like they are they don't want people to know their heels you know like they because afterwards they went out and partied with like they danced with the crowd mm-hmm. and stuff after they cheated to win they're cool heels mm-hmm. yes uh but yeah and then right after that we got a pretty interesting video package where it's sting and darby and they talked about how they're going for the tag team titles so yeah try to get the tag titles before the pay-per-view and then the bucks will take that off of them Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they said, uh, Darby said, my one goal is to have Sting retire as a, t- as a tag team champ mm-hmm. of AEW. And they should get this title shot. They should get Yeah, that. they're like, what, 26-0 and 0 as a tag team? Yeah, they, they should have got a title shot a long time ago. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, it makes sense. And then have the Bucks prevent it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Great, great. I love it. This is perfect. People are going to be so mad. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Or they could do like a um, triple threat. Nah, yeah, I don't know if you want to do a triple threat for Sting's last match. No, but, not at all. No, yeah. not at all. But I really do. Like, it'd be cool for Sting and Darby to get the tag titles, but I really like Big Bill and Ricky Starks as a tag team. I don't want them to lose the titles. Mm, I'm not as high. But I, also, but I also want Ricky Starks to do solo stuff. Yeah, no, I so. don't want Ricky Starks in a tag team. <laughs> this tag team feels like a filler. It does feel like a filler, but. I think Big Bill and Ricky Starks are both very talented, so they've, they've yes. made it. No, work. they're good. They're, it's <laughs> but it's like, at least in my mind, it's kind of an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. You could you convince me. Have him lose it and have Ricky Starks go on his singles run. Yeah, like they're, they're a team that can easily lose it to them. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think anyone will uh, will be upset. Yeah. So that leads us to our main event, the world title match of Hook versus Samoa Joe. And 
this was by far the highlight of the show for me. Yeah, this match by was far. incredible, and it only went like 10 minutes. You know, sometimes. You know what? This match is on the list. I yeah, didn't yeah, put yeah. it on the list because I knew we were going to talk about it, but this is on the list. Yeah, this and match like, is great. This was a five-star match for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Joe comes out, Hook comes out. He doesn't doesn't look at him, does the whole intro not looking at him, which is awesome because, you know, that's eating Joe up. Mm-hmm. And you know that it, that's Hook's gimmick, but even in this situation, Hook's not flustered. Mm-hmm. He is who he is. He launches himself at Joe, gets a few shots in, and then Joe just fucking makes him eat it. Yeah. Joe annihilates Hook for a long time. So you're knocking through the announce table right in front of Hook's dad, which looked that, that gnarly. Was like the nas- that was one of the nastiest bumps I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like he hit it on such a awkward angle. On yeah, like he hit it The real nape low. of his neck. Yeah. Um, right in front of... Uh, Taz. Taz. Because Taz, Taz even said, I got to take my headset off for a second. Yeah, I, I like that they did that. Mm-hmm. They're really good at this because like, he should be upset. He's like, I got to take my headset off. He gets up, stands back. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I thought that he should not have come back. I thought he should have just maybe like just yelled shit at Joe. Yeah, I thought they could have used Taz a little bit more here, but mm-hmm. we can talk more about this. They get they get back in the ring. First of all, he hits him with a power bomb. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't it. There, he hits him with the power bomb on the apron. Yeah, he and brings him back in. Hits him with the, the muscle count. buster. That hook. Uh, did he hit with the muscle buster yet? Yeah, no. he kicked out of the muscle buster once. Yeah, he did. Because when did Hook him. make his? Yeah, Death Valley Driver. I'm trying to remember when he got his Hook started making his comeback. Yeah, it was after the kick out at one. Yeah, and then and then Hook gets fired up. He went starts. for the he went for the uh, for the Taz mission for the mm-hmm. red rum, which is basically just a coquita clutch, right? It's a coquita clutch with your one arm up. Mm. <laughs> okay, but uh, Taz or Joe obviously knows how to counter this. Mm-hmm. He uh, powers out of it, get gets him in the. Uh, Red rum, which he or gets him in the coquita clutch, which he he chokes him out. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't tap out. They do the arm thing where he's passed out, which is cool. Which I like the AW does that a lot because mm-hmm. these these guys are tough dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's kind of it's a little more sporting because like people get choked out all the time in uh, mm-hmm. in these things. Um, but as he as uh, as Joe's leaving, Punk will, or not Punk, uh, Hook. Hook gets up again and yeah, he stares says, at him. all you got, Joe! So he comes back, and Hook is just, he's defeated. And the, here is where it goes into anime territory for me. Mm-hmm. This always felt like f- fucking like uh, a Deku, or like a, the, the kid from My Hero Academia facing oh, some yeah. like bigger Gaku? villain he's like mm-hmm. is that all you got he's like you're a corpse right now stop fighting yeah um the so the big guy goes over puts him in the uh hits him with the muscle buster and he gets up again and he uh he keeps uh attacking him and i thought at this point taz should have come in the ring and tried to stop it mm-hmm and not that he Taz has to get physical. Like maybe he, uh, maybe Hook like pushes Taz pushes Taz's hands away and gets up himself, kind of thing. But yeah. I felt like Taz should have tried to do something. 
in this scenario. I do think it was near perfect, but -hmm. I would have liked to see a little more of Taz in there. Um, I know his health doesn't really let him do this type of stuff. Yeah, I don't think he could do anything physical. But, like, he could get in the ring and have, like, Hook, like, push him away or, like, push his hand away. Something like that and be like, no, I got this. Mm -hmm. But um, Hangman comes out for the save here. He -hmm. comes out and, uh, because Hook's going to get hit with a third muscle buster here. But no, out comes out comes Hangman. He chases off Joe, and in this moment, do we see uh, Swerve in the crowd as well? Yes. So Joe gets out of the ring, and as he's getting out of the ring, uh, Swerve standing in the crowd as well with which Prince I love. Nana. There, the the, <laughs> the carrion crows are are starting to swirl yeah. around Joe a little bit. Um, yeah, I like this. And uh, at first, uh, Hook's sort of rolling out of the ring, but. Hangman's like, no, no, get in the ring. And he wants to lift up Hook's hand, but Hook's like, no, I got this. Which, again, I think that's sort of what he should have done with with Taz. With Taz, yeah. Taz to be like, oh, my son, let me help you. And he's like, no, I got this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he looks like Midoriya. He looks like Mm -hmm. Deku. Mm -hmm. He looks like the main character from My Hero Academia. Yeah. Very shonen, very shonen. Yeah, very shonen jump. This whole main event, I fucking loved it. Like mm-hmm. it really is just anime to a fucking T. It was yeah. great. The melodrama. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, Joe leaves, and then Hook. I mean, not Hook. Uh, Hangman and Swerve stare at each other, and uh, Swerve just holds up a two because he's beat Hangman twice. So we're definitely getting a um, triple threat at the pay per view. Great title. Great, and then Joe can beat them both. Yes, because I think they will cancel each other out. And then I think Hook, or I keep wanting to say Hook because we just talked about Hook, but uh, Swerve will be the one to end Joe's title reign. Yeah, I think it's time. Because mm-hmm. they want Joe to be a heel, but the crowd loves Joe too much for him not to be a heel. <laughs> Same with Swerve. Mm-hmm. Yes, because when Swerve... Uh, people know to swerve in the crowd. That whole arena was just chanting whose house the uh, whole time. <laughs> when it's fucking Hangman versus Swerve in there, it's a loud whose house. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. a swerve over everybody right now. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think Tony knows that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought, uh, I thought it really stuck the landing. I mm-hmm. thought it really stuck the landing at the yeah, end. That, that main event was fun and it didn't need to be like you know some epic long no title match it was exactly what it needed to be um you had like the the kid uh punching up in this match Mm -hmm. um just like barely getting any offense in but just not giving up that's all you Mm -hmm. needed from him and in doing this you've uh joe's really put him over Mm-hmm. I think uh, you can you can see that uh, Hook's going to be a star for a long, long time. Um, mm-hmm. I think he needs to bulk up a little bit. Yes. Because yeah. you sort of saw it in this match. It, at times it looked kind of silly, mm-hmm. which is sort of the thing. Like It's supposed to look like a David versus Goliath thing, but at no point did does it look like David could ever beat Goliath. Mm-hmm. And that... That is the problem here. Yeah. Which I would say, I wonder if he can bulk up, but Taz was pretty buff back in the 90s. So he yeah, should. Be I mean, to. 
I'm sure he can maybe a little. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's pretty jacked, but like he's ripped. But like I don't know. It's a uh, maybe. Maybe he looks a lot. He looks so much like Tom Holland. It's ridiculous. He does look like Tom Holland. <laughs> he does look like Tom Holland. Um, yeah, that was a good match. I'm uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to what is coming. Um, fucking yeah, Tony. <laughs> Again, back to Tony Khan with when. Uh, <laughs> um. The same night, the with nothing else happening in AEW, or mm-hmm. for his football team, um, like the same night, like uh, after, um, I think after or at the same time, uh, Okada's like they're saying like, oh, Okada's done, he's leaving. Tony Khan's just tweeting apropos of nothing. Twenty twenty four is going to be great for AEW. Yeah. And then yeah. a meme of Marlo saying, "My name is my name," mm-hmm. from The Wire, which was, which was when Marlo is telling people like, "No, I am a threat. You should take mm-hmm. me seriously." It's yeah. like, oh fuck, Tony's got something. Tony, he, no, he wouldn't be tweeting reckless like that. If, I uh, just saw him tweet. Uh, it might have been yesterday or today because the ratings came out and Dynamite was number one on cable. For Wednesday, they they beat the NBA and stuff too, which is oh, shit. pretty crazy. So Hook versus Joe is a draw, I guess. But uh, he posted that like, "Thanks for making us number one on cable." And then he posted from Scarface, "Push it to the limit." <laughs> that song, remember from Scarface, which is funny. But yeah, I mean, this is the thing. But people have to realize. Um, 2024 is going to be great for AEW regardless because you've also got Osprey coming in. Mm-hmm. And Osprey is hands down one of the biggest wrestling stars in the world. Mm-hmm. And again, WWE, WWE people have kind of a, a knowledge of him at this point, sort of because of that weird Twitter feud that he had with uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Or he really got to Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. He he, I mean, credit to Seth. He's calmed down his Twitter fingers a little bit. He has. Yeah, that he, was, used to, he used to let people get to him pretty well, easily. Yeah, way too that. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, someone had to sit him down and be like, "Okay, Mister Twitter Fingers, maybe it was yeah. the man." Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was yeah, his, his wife. wife. Yeah, it's like because right, she, she's good on Twitter. She's really mm-hmm. good on Twitter. So yeah. she's probably like, "No, no, no." Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to respond to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, no. So if if they have Osprey, if potentially they have Monet, if potentially they have Okada, um, then you get eventually Kenny comes back from injury. Then you get like fuck, like, and there's other people. There's um, well, they already brought in Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Some people they have a there's another woman in Japan that apparently is interested in coming to uh AW the tarantula lady, the spider lady. Oh, uh, uh, Thekla or whatever, yeah. I've she, never seen a match of that lady, but, but she that is one finisher of the cool, is she scary. is one of the coolest looking people I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, every time I see pictures of her, I'm like, that lady's cool looking. Her spider like walk like, where she like fucking transformers goes <laughs> yeah. and then into the spear. I was mm-hmm. like, God damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so essentially what she does is 
the people go to do the uh, the lariat to her, and she does the back bend, like uh, like Bray Wyatt. Where, mm-hmm. And then she like walks like a spider, and then is able to swing her legs around, sort of like the Eddie Guerrero whip of the mm-hmm. legs for the uh, the three amigos for the three amigos. But she does it so like it spins her back upright, and then mm-hmm. she fucking spears the person while they're scared, while they're like, yeah. "Oh, what the fuck is that?" Then she fucking yeah. cracks them with a spear. Like Jesus Christ! Yeah, I saw that gift the other day. It's like that's fucking terrifying and the coolest yeah. thing. It looks like a weird Matrix thing, mm-hmm. but a horror. Um. Yeah. So AW could be having a monster of a women's division soon. I. You know, I there's one thing I want to look up real quick. Um, AEW roster. Ta-ta. There's a certain person. I'm curious if they're still with AEW. Because I have not seen them in a while, and this person was injured, but I haven't heard anything. That damn Johnny TV. I forgot he's on here too. Yeah, he, him and his wife, uh, they've been on Ring of Honor a lot lately. Okay. Cool. <laughs> like Luther's, Luther's picture is black and white too. That's funny. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm trying to keep scrolling, scrolling, and scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, you see, all the Ring of Honor people are on the AEW roster hmm. page. Um,. So even if you don't see their thing, they're on here. Okay, yeah, no, this is who I wanted to see if they were here, and they still are. Layla Hirsch. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen her in a long time. Still on the right. Well, yeah, because she, like, blew out her knee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's someone that could that help this division quite a bit. Oh, yeah, the one interesting thing... Um, Heading to stardom or going to New Japan for a bit to represent um, the uh, fucking Blackpool Combat Club was Marina Shafir. Mm-hmm. And AEW cool. has never been with that faction, mm-hmm. but should be. Yeah. Um, and she's perfect for Japan. She should honestly... She, fucking Paige Van Zandt's still here. Is she really? <laughs> what the hell? I forgot. They did sign her. Yeah, they signed her. She was supposed to like develop through her, wasn't she? Yeah. Well, whoops. I wonder if they, she's still like training. Is that one boxer dude still there? Remember him? Oh, Anthony Agogo. Let's uh-huh. see. He was at uh, the Wembley show. He was on the pre-show, like the, the kickoff panel. Was he really? Mm-hmm. How do they do this? They do so he'd be at the top. Who's that? Like Paige Van Zandt and Anthony Gogo. Like I know Cody brought them in, and then he left. So they're just like still here. He's he's on the he's on the uh, he's on the roster. Like I know the that big guy with all the hair. In the beard that was in that faction. Oh, uh, was it with Nick, Q- QT? Yeah, he is. Uh, he's been wrestling in Ring of Honor. 
along with Griff Garrison and like like these people are still still working. <laughs> um, they're just uh, they're doing it on the other show. Yeah, it's interesting when you go and look at this list to see who they have on here. We've turned into the people we made fun of a couple weeks ago when they noticed that MJF was off the the roster page. No, no, I, I was just seeing who's still on the roster sheet. Mike Santana. Hmm. I did not know that Santana was still here. I knew I th- he had that match, but I think this weekend Ortiz and Eddie Kingston are teaming up to, to fight the Blackpool Combat Club. Cool. <laughs> Michael Nakazawa. Um Peter Avalon. I thought he was gone, but I guess he re-upped. Yeah, I thought he left. But I, when I, they came here to Oklahoma City, he had a match. Yeah, so he probably just came back. <laughs> I mean, Stu Grayson came back. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's signed again. <laughs> he's on the roster. Um, yeah, no one. But yeah, interestingly, like Vince and, and the Righteous are on here now. Um, They're teaming up with Jake the Snake. Which is awesome. That's <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. That's honestly brilliant. He he's really good at doing those fucking hellfire and brimstone religious uh, mm-hmm. religious um, angles and promos mm-hmm. and stuff. Put him in there, making let him be a like an old man preacher dude. That'd Perfect, be awesome. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, one, I really want to see a Deanna versus Britt Baker feud, mm-hmm. and they are good friends. So yeah, where's Britt Baker been? Um, I don't know. Maybe a nursing injury. Maybe just took a little, took a little time off. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's good that she takes some time off sometimes because she can be heavily put over too much for a period mm-hmm. of time. Yeah. Sure. Good to see Thunder Rosa back. Is Taya wrestling on Collision? No, she's on Ring of Honor with her husband. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because she was really good when she was wrestling, but mm-hmm. that was it's gone for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's a stacked roster and soon to be more stacked. It looks mm-hmm. like exciting times. Oh, who's that? Wait a second. Drillistico is on the roster. Cool. I didn't. I wasn't sure if he was signed. That's cool. Anyways, sounds like now that we're perusing the uh, the roster, it's probably time <laughs> to time to stop this. Yes. Bye. See ya.